Hi, welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship, so I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. Y'all, I don't know if you heard the episode we did all about human design with my friend, Christina. After that, I was so inspired and I was just in true generator fashion, very ready to become a human design reader so that I could help more people learn their human design. And so I did it and I am now officially a human design reader and I would love, love, love to read your chart. I have a link that you can click on and go book a reading with me. And for On The Daily listeners, I have a discount. So if you go to the link in our show notes, either on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts rather, or, in any, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts and you click the link in the show notes, that will bring you to the discount that I am offering On The Daily listeners. It's a two-hour session and we will just dive so deep into your chart and really help you to kind of understand what your human design is and how you can apply that towards different areas of your life. I'm so excited. I can't wait to read with you. Uh, go and click that link and let's do this. Hello, On The Daily family. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Daily podcast. This is your host, Danielle McCleary. And today I have a solo episode for you. I decided that I would ask you guys and girls and humans out there any questions that you had for me and I would answer them. And so that's what I did. And I got a lot of really good questions, a lot of repeat questions, which I'm excited to answer those because I know so many of you will be curious. But before we go into all of that, I want to first let you know of some offerings I have coming up. Obviously, you can always book a human design reading with me. Those are on sale via my link tree on Instagram, which is at Danielle underscore on the daily. You can also click on the link in our show notes to book a reading there. And I am so excited to announce that I am going to be doing human design manifesting workshops for each type. So I'm going to kick it off with our generators and our manifesting generators, which I am a generator. So I figured I would start off with my type and we are going to be doing a workshop for manifesting according to your sign, attracting what you want into your life uh, according to your type. Did I just say sign? I did just say sign, but according to your type. And we are going to be doing that on Wednesday night, the 2nd of March at 6 p.m. Pacific, and that'll be for all of my generators and manifesting generators. We are going to go through every type, so don't worry. If you're a manifester, projector, or reflector, your time is coming, and I will be announcing those soon. But we are going to start off the week, the workshop series with my generators and manifesting generators. So the link to per to book into that is live. You can do that in our show notes, or you can do that from my Instagram. You can click the link tree, and it'll 
there'll be a link tree for that. But get in because space is limited. And I would really love to have you in there. We're going to talk all about manifesting, all about abundance, all about welcoming in from the universe or God or whoever you pray to um, what you want in your life. And I'm really excited to break this down into types because everybody manifests so differently and everybody you know, can welcome abundance into their life so differently. And it really does depend on your type and your manifestation process. So go book into that ASAP and I'll see you on the second at 6 p.m. Pacific on Zoom. All of that will be sent to you once you book a spot. Okay, let's go into this episode, which is all of the questions that all of y'all want to know. And I am so excited to answer them for you. I got a lot of these and they're all so good. A lot of them had to do with leadership. A lot of them had to do with promoting. A lot of them had to do with building your network. So let's just dive in. I'm going to try to get through as many of these as possible. The first one was, actually, it was one that was asked in my Instagram and I kind of answered it to the person, but I wanted to answer it on here. And it was all about like your throat and uh, pertaining to human design. um, If you have an undefined throat, which means if you look at your human design chart and the white or in the, the throat center is not colored in. So on some of your charts, it may be colored in black and some may be colored in blue. But if it's not colored in and it's a neutral color, you have an undefined center, which means that you amplify. So you amplify or you mirror, in this case, other voices in the room. And I have an undefined throat. So what that means is if I'm in a room and somebody is loud, I will usually amplify to be louder. Or depending on who I'm talking to, I will change the way that I speak to match the tone of the room. And that is helpful in a lot of situations because it gives you the ability to adapt and kind of shift and change and, you know, kind of speak differently depending on people that you're around. It can be unhelpful in situations where you need to decide what you want to say and say it. Or if you have something to say, um, you need to be able to say it without the amplification or mirroring other people around you. So that's just something to think about. And it's kind of like the, I mean, I started with like a bonus question, but that if you have an undefined center, it's good because it'll allow you to mirror and amplify depending on the situation, which helps you be a little bit of a chameleon and like, you know, adapt in different situations. And you want to know when is the right time to make sure that you are knowing what you want to think, what you want to say, what you know, your, what your gut says, depending on which center it is that you're talking about. So that was a very human design focused question. And I just wanted to answer it on here. The next question I got was, how do I quit my job when I still haven't, quote, made it in the entrepreneurial world yet? I love this question. I think first, the first thing you have to do in this situation is define like what does make quote making it mean to you? Does making it mean a certain dollar amount? Does making it mean a certain title? Does making it mean that you can quit your job? First define like what does making it mean to you, right? Because if you don't know the answer to that and if you haven't defined that, then you're not going to know when you've achieved it. Does that make sense? So I kept working alongside building my businesses, multiple businesses. I kept working my J-O-B as a corporate, you know, for a corporate fitness company until my intuition told me that I no longer needed to be there and it no longer felt like a fit. It no longer felt aligned to be there. Now, 
anytime you quit your job, okay? Anytime you leave that like that safety net that is your corporate job, you are going to be scared out of your mind. It is going to be a moment of like, oh shit, what am I doing? How am I going to do this? Am I going to be successful? You're going to have that moment regardless of how successful you are in the entrepreneurial space because that is safety. And for me, I was holding on to that job longer than I should have because of past trauma. So actually quitting my corporate job was the first time in my life I showed that I was truly healing some of that money trauma that I had grown up with, which is crazy. Um, as Finney and Kelly described on the podcast a couple weeks ago, there's different saboteurs when it comes to money. And I displayed three of them. One was the child, so needing to be taken care of. Number two was the codependent, so needing to depend on others to be successful, to make money, whatever it was. And then the final one, which I you know, didn't develop until later, was the comp- overcompensator. And I think I was overcompensating and I was so fearful of leaving that nest, that protective nest of the clock in, the clock out, the security, the guaranteed pay. I was so scared of leaving that because that was my dependent. That was my child. You know, like I I relied on this to make money. So actually quitting that job and taking that leap and trusting that the universe would provide me with a net that would catch me was the first time in my life I actually showed that I did trust the universe had my back. So I think first you have to define what is making it mean to you. For me, making it meant that I was making, and this is just my personal goal. My personal goals were financial and I have a family. And so they had to be. When my entrepreneurial endeavors paid for or made, brought in the same amount or more as my job, that's when I knew it was okay for me to leave. And that, like I said, that happened a long time before I actually left, but you know, I think once you define like what is making it mean to you and then you define like what those metrics will look like, then it's just about setting that boundary with yourself and sticking to it. Because I've seen a lot of people set that boundary and go, oh yeah, when I make as much money in my entrepreneurial endeavors as I do at my job, I will leave my job. And then they don't because they set a new bar for themselves. And the fact is we can all survive with a lot less than we think. I forgot my suitcase the other day, the other weekend, last weekend when I went to Austin, I literally left my suitcase at my house and I survived. So we can all survive on a lot less than we give ourselves credit for. But yeah, I mean, I get it. Keeping your job while you're building something very smart, especially if you have a family and bills and like, you know, responsibilities. You can't just like, a lot of people can't just go all willy nilly. And I don't, I don't think anyone, I don't, I don't expect anyone to do that. I just say, do you have boundaries for yourself? Are they clear and defined? And if not, you need to do that first. Define what is making it, define what those boundaries are for you. And then when those boundaries get crossed, put your money where your mouth is and be willing to leave, you know? Okay, leadership skills that make the biggest difference. This is such a good question. So I'm gonna talk about a leadership, my leadership style that is radically different than most leadership styles. I learned this first from John C. Maxwell, and a lot of other leaders now in the you know the this motivational speaking space who are coaches and leaders speak about this but my biggest goal as a leader is to not be needed and i know what you're thinking but Danielle like 
then you're not leading people. Like, you know, if nobody needs you, then you're not leading. No, if I, if nobody needs me, then I have developed leaders who can develop leaders. So for me, the leadership style and the leadership skill that has made the biggest difference in every business I have built is that I develop people so that when they reach a certain point in their leadership, they no longer need me to lead them. And I parent the same way, honestly. My biggest goal for my son is by the time he turns 18, he doesn't need me anymore. And will he always want me? Sure. Will my son and I have a beautiful relationship forever? Absolutely. I'm 100% positive of that. And he won't need me. He will be a fully functioning adult. He'll be a fully functioning human who can do good in this world and create the impact that he wants to create outside of me. So it's the same when I lead a team. I don't want to be at the front of the room all the time. I want to be in the back of the room because if I'm at the back of the room, then I'm leaving space for other leaders to emerge. And it's not just about creating followers who can lead, right? It's about creating leaders who can lead other leaders or who can build other leaders. That is the leader's greatest return. And if you haven't read that book by John C. Maxwell, you really should. It's called The Leader's Greatest Return. And that's basically all it's about. You're not creating, you're not being a leader for the recognition. The recognition is nice. Being recognized for your leadership, that's nice. Of course, it's nice. It's confirming. It's it's such a beautiful part of culture of any business. And it's not growing leaders. Growing leaders is letting other people shine and letting other people show that they can build other leaders. So those are leadership skills that have made, I think, the biggest impact on my life. The next question was, how did you build your Instagram following? Here we go. Are you ready? I spent years years responding to every, I still do this. I mean, to this day, I respond to every single comment. I respond to every single DM. I engage with my network. If somebody follows me, I go and I look at their page and I decide if I want to follow them back. I am very engaged with my audience. I'm showing that I am here for people. I am what I am for is other people. And I am very, very passionate about that on Instagram. And then as far as my content, my content adds value in some way. Maybe it's humor. Maybe it's motivational captions. Maybe it's, you know, reels that make you think. Whatever it is, it adds value. If what you are putting out on the internet does not add value, you are not telling stories. Facts tell stories sell. So you want to be a person on the internet. If you are trying to grow your following, you want to make sure that you are adding value. So everything I post, I ask myself, does this add value? Is this giving people something that they can take away? Is this shareable, likable, and savable, right? Because if it's not, you're not going to build your following. Literally, And okay, and this has changed. Reels are the way to grow your Instagram following these days. Reels, 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 reels. Instagram rewards you for using its newest features. So the biggest newest feature that constantly evolves on Instagram is reels. Use it. Use reels. But I'm not good at them. Nobody's good at them when they start. Everyone sucks at reels when they start. Nobody knows how to edit. The sound is off. You're not lip syncing on beat, but you're never going to get better unless you do it. So take the lessons, learn right? Learn as you go. 
and do reels go live, right? They just added a new feature on Instagram where you can get you can add badges and like get paid on live. So make sure that you're going live because that's a new feature, right? Like any new feature that comes out on Instagram, make sure that you're using, you can now schedule your lives. And you can put that scheduled live in your bio. Make sure you're doing that because the more you're using Instagram's features, the algorithm is going to push your content to the top. Hashtags, fine. Use them. I like to use hashtags that have less than a million hits because then you're not going to get lost. I like to use reels that have trending sounds. So that means the little arrow next to the song is like there's a trending up arrow. And I don't like to use any sounds that have more than about 10,000. I like to catch the trend early, you know, and then make sure that caption and text that you write on your reels is, you know, is like in the margins of your text. Like just start to think about these things because the more professional your content looks, the more it's going to get pushed out to, you know, in the algorithm and you're going to attract new into your space. So that's how I built my Instagram following. It's just about adding value, right? It's not just a catalog. It's a place where people can come and feel like they know you. Um, one of the best compliments I get is that when people meet me in real life, they go, oh my gosh, you're just like you are on Instagram. Yeah. Because uh, they're, what you see is what you get. So my biggest advice on Instagram is just to be you. Don't try to put on a facade. Don't try to put on a character because that's not what's going to grow. People want to know who you are, right? They want to feel like they know you by watching your content. So build in a genuine, authentic way and then use every new feature that Instagram puts out because that's what they want you to do. How are you implementing and integrating newer money mindsets? I love this question. So I've talked about my money mindset a lot um, on this show, especially in the last few weeks. And my money mindset trauma has developed slowly over time. And I am very much in the healing process of that. So I don't want you to think that I'm like healed. I think that I am in, I am in the trenches and I, you know, maybe I, maybe I've experienced a little bit more than you. So I have something to share, but I'm investing in things, which is something I never used to do. I used to hold on to money because I overcompensated or I would spend money a lot and not invest it. Uh, like in 2020, I kept free people in business. I didn't need to do that. They're fine. They didn't need me to buy every cozy set they put out, but I did. And I wasn't respecting the money that was coming in, which was a lot of it at the time. Obviously it's more now, but it was a lot at the time. It was life-changing money for me at the time. And you know, even though the money I was spending wasn't really making a dent and it wasn't really like, it wasn't affecting our ability to live like the lavish lifestyle that we lived. I mean, we traveled, we, we bought whatever we wanted, we did whatever we wanted. And so it wasn't like, it wasn't the kind of spending that was like affecting me from having the life, but like imagine if I would have invested that money instead, you know? So I am investing a lot of money into things. Maybe it's real estate, maybe it's um, crypto, maybe it's uh, small, you know, startup businesses, whatever it is, I am looking, in, I'm looking to invest uh, a lot. I am also when money comes in, I am really taking time to respect it and be grateful for it. Um, and I think perhaps the biggest thing that I've implemented is just because I can pay for something doesn't mean I should. And that's me breaking up with like the overcompensator. 
Just because I can't afford something doesn't mean I should buy it. Or just because I can pay for everyone's dinner doesn't mean I should. Now, there's times that I do, and I'm grateful that for the ability to do that, but it's, it's recognizing that that's not always the case and that's okay. You know, and those are really hard lessons, you know, I think to learn. Those are, those are lessons that take time and they're deep and you have to start somewhere. So I urge you, if you're out there and you're looking to change some of your money story or your leadership story or, you know, your relationship, like I said, your relationship with money, you've got to start somewhere. And a lot of that is acknowledging the saboteurs that you um, have. I really love the book, The Secret of the Millionaire Mind. I've been reading that. I've been listening to that on um, eBooks while I drive. And it's a really, really big game changer for me. So I, it's called The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker, E-K-E-R. I would recommend listening or reading that book if you are trying to change your relationship with money. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm implementing in ways that are pretty profound and don't feel profound in the moment. But then I recognize later that they were. So yeah, that's kind of how I'm implementing these new I mean, like I said, leaving my job at SoulCycle was the first big breakthrough that I had in terms of healing my money story because I, I leaped and I trusted that a net would appear and a net did appear and it's been really awesome. So another question, maybe this will be my last question for this episode and then I'll go back and do more later, but uh, advice on how to reach the next level of management other than doing the do. So oh, this is a good one. <laughs> Advice on reaching the next level of management. So uh, it depends on what your job is, right? If you are, you know, if you're a network marketer, this is going to look a little different for you than if you are, you know, starting your own business or if you have a job and you're trying to promote. But I want you to like first just kind of go back. We're kind of going back to that first question about how do I know it's time to leave my job? You have to decide what that next level of management is going to do. Because oftentimes we go, oh, I want a promotion or I want to hit that next level of management because it'll give me more money or it'll give me a higher leadership title. True. All true. And you are searching outside of yourself for things that you can probably find within yourself. So if you're looking for more money, if you're looking for more security, if you're looking for more clout as a leader, you got to find those things within yourself. No title, no promotion is going to do that for you. Money does not change you. Money amplifies who you already are. So you kind of have to find that next level within yourself before it actually happens in real time. And a lot of that has to do with like the lessons that you're going to learn, right? We talk a lot about success and you know, what success looks like. And we get to this like level, right? And I want to share something. So I am a successful network marketer. And, you know, sometime in my business, I was able to, you know, and this was like a lot of the other things I was doing, but in my journey, okay, in my journey, I got to the point where I was able to treat my dad and my stepmom to a trip to Positano in 2019. And we were able to rent a yacht or like a boat for the night. And I was able to pay for that for my whole family. And it was so epic. We had the most awesome boat captain. Him, His name was Giuseppe. And I'm pretty sure like if it wasn't breezy, I would marry Giuseppe. He was just like so amazing. And this boat was incredible. And we got this private tour around the Amalfi Coast. And we got to go to the Blue Lagoon and nobody else was in there. And we literally swam into the Blue Lagoon 
not a single boat was in there. Not a single person was in there. And it was high tide. So we really shouldn't have been in there either. But this boat captain was like, he's from there. And he's like, we got it. Just follow me. And of course, I was like, okay. So we like swim into this blue lagoon. And if you haven't been like, if you don't know what I'm talking about, look up the blue lagoon um, in the Amalfi Coast because it is the most gorgeous thing you will ever see in your entire life. It will, it is, it literally takes your breath away. And you have to swim like literally into the side of a cave, a, like a, a mountain, a cave on the side of this rock. And, you know, we, we did that and we had, I, I booked Breezy and I like the presidential suite at this hotel and we had, like our own balcony with a pool on it and a terrace and overlooking Positano. And it was the most incredible moment I've ever experienced. And one of those moments where you're sitting there and you go, wow, like, wow. Here's the thing though. I didn't learn anything through my success. Like you don't learn anything when you're, when you feel success, you feel good you appreciate, you take a second to like recap on everything that you've been through to get to that moment. You are proud, right? You, you get to, to reflect on all the hard work that you put into be able to achieve this. But I didn't learn anything in that moment, right? Sitting on, sitting naked on my terrace balcony, you know, that was like, six thousand dollars a night you know being able to pay for that was that didn't teach me anything we don't learn anything in those moments you don't learn anything in your successful moments where you learn and where you grow is when you're when you're fighting for it when you're and i'm not talking about struggle like i'm talking about those moments in the dark i'm talking about those moments of stress i'm talking about those moments where things are not going the way that you wanted where things maybe you feel like they're not happening for you right where nothing's happening you're doing the work and nothing's happening those are the moments that you grow those are the moments that actually teach you something so don't look for the next level of your life, the next level of management, the next level of leadership as something that's going to teach you something. Because what you're learning, the, the teaching is happening right now. That's the moment that you're actually learning something. This is teaching you about who you're going to need to be at that next level. Because once you have it, it's beautiful and you get to like reflect. And like I said, it is... It was a very surreal moment being able to to do that for my family and for myself and Breezy and... I didn't learn anything in that moment. It was it was the culmination of everything I had to learn to get to that moment. It was the culmination of everything I had to become to achieve that moment. That is where it comes from because wherever you're at now, whatever level you're at in your life, level of management, level of leadership, level of personal development, right? Your current mindset is what brought you to that place. So who you are now is a reflection and a culmination of the mindset that you had to develop to get there. In order to become a new level of yourself, a new level of management to reach something in your business, you're going to have to become a new person. You're going to have to develop a completely new mindset because the mindset that got you to where you are now is not going to get you to that next level. It's just not, it's not going to happen. It can't happen because it's a new version of yourself. In order to go where you've never gone, you have to do what you've never done and you have to meet a version of you that you didn't even know existed prior. I never thought that I was going to be the girl, you know, that got to do what I got, you know, to, to swim in the blue lagoon after hours and sit in my 
giant terrace overlooking Positano. I never imagined that I would be that girl. And when I was finally that girl, I had to realize and recognize, right, that the person I had to become and the lessons I had to learn to get there, those were the important moments, right? Those were, that's, those are the lessons. That's when I learned. So I think that's my advice is start developing that new mindset that's going to be the, what takes you to that next level and start paying attention to the lessons you're learning now. Because when you get there, that's not going to teach you anything. It's everything that you're doing now to get there that's teaching you something, that's growing you, that's stretching you, that's evolving you into the person who you will become. And I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you to meet that new version of yourself because it's a it's a beautiful person. I guarantee you it's a beautiful person. So I would love to do more of these episodes. And before I sign off, I want to read to you the review of the week, uh, which I just really loved so much. Um, I love reading these reviews. Um, the la- This one came from, uh, it was a five-star review from Madison Mann. And it says, my favorite podcast with such relevant topics and life-changing info. Danielle and her guests are amazing. And I just really appreciate you, Madison, for asking such good questions for this episode and also leaving that review. So grateful. And I'm loving doing this podcast. I want to keep doing it. So please leave us a review. If you haven't yet, go on over to Apple Podcasts, hit the subscribe button on our show. Make sure you leave us a five-star review, write us us a review, actually let us hear, see your words. And you know, if you're not already following me on Instagram, I'm Danielle underscore on the daily. Uh, The podcast is at on the daily pod and you can basically from the link in my bio, you can find my website, which is daniellemcleary.com. You can book human design reading you can just see what I'm up to. Follow my free content. I put out so much free content about entrepreneurship and, you know, network marketing industry and all those on my Instagram. So make sure you're following along and we'll be back on Friday with another unplugged episode. I hope you have the best day ever. Thanks so much.